listener production. Angie for breakfast. Triple M's inbox. As Pablo said a couple of weeks ago, fill my inbox. <laughs> and you can contact the show in so many ways now. It actually makes it kind of messy and difficult. But so many people have my number. So we're going to go through who's I've been texting this week, who's popped in on the social media, who's emailed um, some weird, wonderful media releases that come through because honestly, the stuff is bizarre. And each week I join in with somebody who's some of the behind the scenes team here at Triple M HQ. To, uh, to go through Triple M's inbox. So, Jared, welcome, welcome. He is our operations manager. Can you give us a summary of what you do? Uh, keep you on air uh, 99.9% <laughs> of the time is our current figures. Actually, I think that 0.001% is when I turn my own microphone off in the middle of a break or don't even turn it on. I haven't done that for a while. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's really funny listening to you try and talk to yourself and nothing's going to air, but uh, <laughs> I enjoy it. Listeners, not so much, but it's funny for me. <laughs> um, on the scale, so Jared actually looks after our whole of regional Western Australia operations. So how many stations does that entail? Uh, it's 36 separate logs, but about 32 individual stations. It's all right. If you don't know what a log it is either, <laughs> we're in the same boat. This is part of the um, the jargon of the operations team. Honestly, what they do is the bit of radio magic that I cannot comprehend. And it seems like, I don't know. It just always seems like there's a drama you guys are chasing. Honestly, if a, if an ant falls off an anthill, uh, we know about it in <laughs> regional WA. That's, Ants uh, have been the undoing of yeah. off-airs one <laughs> well, time. They, they do, they do. They get in between satellite dishes and antennas and, and create sparks and, and fun <laughs> things. So. Isn't that wild? It is, it is. <laughs> anything, anything can make radio go off or on, really. We came off air, I think, a couple of years ago in Bridgetown because some sheep didn't we? Yeah, the sheep got into the, uh, got rubbing against the antenna and uh, <laughs> turns out they're not good. <laughs> um, Although wonder... the lamb chops were nice, but. Uh... <laughs> Did they get fried? No, they didn't. That oh. was just. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I love lamb chops. <laughs> as long as they don't go to waste. Um, actually, where are, how, do, so the, one of the questions that I want to ask you here so it can go on public record is something that people ask me all the time. And that's why is Triple M on AM? Uh, those were the licenses were giving out, given out all those years ago. Obviously these stations are quite old. Um, and well, for the, the area that they wanted to cover, I guess, down here, AM reaches further, um, technologies and stuff have changed. Obviously FM's a little bit better now. Um, I, we will change to FM eventually. Um, it's just a process through it's a government, government thing, isn't it? And, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the, that's the the real short story <laughs> <laughs> that could, we, how long have you got? Because we could talk about it all day, but yeah, it will change. I mean, this crew who are hanging out with us today, they're listening on the listener app. So they already know that you can jump straight from AM into the digital listening. So it's a whole new world now. It is. How many transmitters do we have around the Southwest oh. to carry it? Go on. Southwest. We've got one in Collie, uh, one in Bridgetown, one in Bustleton. Uh, did I say Bunbury? Bunbury, one in Bunbury, and then we've got repeaters in Augusta and Nanup. repeaters in Nanup, and there's one other one, I think, that uh, is not jumping out at me at the moment. But Marks? Uh, uh, no, Marks doesn't have one. Um, we'll come back to that. That might be it, actually. I might have uh, overthought that a little bit too much. And why does it have to be a different frequency for each of those? Because... Otherwise, they'd clash. You'd uh, hear ghosting, I guess. Like, so if you've got two things on the same frequency, it's like, you know, when you uh, try and put 
your two-way radios and so many people are talking. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you would, you'd hear a bit of that action Spooky. going on. Yeah. Oh, or see, I've just made all this up. <laughs> <laughs> or people have left me on a bum steer years ago when they tell me this stuff. <laughs> well, Jared, you've been so many roles throughout the radio stations because you've been in radio this time round. We're both due for the same long service leave at the Can't same wait. time. High five. High five. Bring on and bring it on. Can you, you believe know, both I, of us I are due for long service? Disappear for three months, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> from my house, from my kids, from radio. No, that's not true. <laughs> so you got into radio in the Collie community. Radio station, you built that. It did, and you've been a. Well, I helped Ben, who works here now, build it. So I was chief, uh, chief uh, lean on the chair guy. <laughs> chief, bring <laughs> off, the off, Offer up uh, suggestions of how it could be done better. You know, like, <laughs> I was that guy. All right. Well, uh, so you did. You started there. Then you've done breakfast rolls. You've um, you're my content director, and well one of and um you yeah and now your operations management and you deal with all the big head haunt shows on the east coast and they they kind of look at WA and not quite understand where we're at, don't they? They do. They well, we're for starters, we're three hours behind at the moment, so that confuses them <laughs> enough as it is. Um, but uh, no, we've uh, we uh, are a very big, big, vast WA over here. Does it know? make you proud? It does make me proud. Yes, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Well, here in the uh, the podcast offering, we go through my inbox. What do you expect to come up with? Well, uh, certainly no complaints because everyone loves you. Shut. I up. heard I heard a little uh, during the week. A uh, uh, few listeners get a bit excited about getting to talk to Angie. So they weren't uh, excited to talk to me. They were <laughs> well, excited because I give away so much free stuff at the moment. <laughs> true, true. Well, I ca- I carried on both but ends. Thanks. They love Angie. They love the free stuff. <laughs> Um, well, the first message that I want to talk about is um, proper old school. I have no idea how I got it, but I came into the studio five o'clock Monday morning. I was like, all right, it's a clean slate. You don't know what's coming up for the week. I've obviously got quite a few regular guests and things like that that help me fill up the show. Um, but this was a cracker. All I had was a blue post-it note with some handwriting on it. It just said, Dave, locally Bustleton made top two sailor competition in Florida, feel good stories. <laughs> was there at least someone to get in contact with you on yes, there? Yes, there was a phone number. <laughs> uh, well, that, that says to me that Dave had a great time a few years ago in Florida and we need to talk to him about it. <laughs> He's a sailor. Yeah. Maybe he wants to talk about rum. Yeah. I, I really like rum. I talk a lot about the ocean. I mean, this could have been anything. And I called him and it was the proudest dad in Bustleton, whose son grew up being taught by the sailors at the Geograph Bay Sailing Club. And Kai Coleman is the number two in the world champions and has just raced last week in Florida to claim that spot with his, his so his crew and then the captain that he was working with, a two-man team. Wow. Number two in the whole world. There you go. And I was so excited by this story that I spent a lot of time, because I called him, of course, straight away. I was like, oh, I need to talk to your son. We've got to do a chat, blah, 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 blah. And um, I spoke to Kai, who's 21. And he's just the loveliest guy. He he fell in love with sailing thanks to the crew at the Geograph Bay Club. And then he went on to be a shipbuilder apprenticeship. <coughs> it's all right. I've turned your mic down. No one wants to hear you, your COVID cough. <laughs> Do you need a rat doll? <laughs> I had one this week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this guy wanted to make sure that he was in the sailing industry and was in pole position. So he went in with a, um, a shipbuilder's trade and just... 
oh, he's just taken the world by storm, 21 years young, and now he's working towards the 2024 America's Cup on a ship called American Magic, I think it is, America's Magic or something like that. Let's, where am I? Well, you pull back the curtains a little bit here. Angie's got a whole notepad full of notes with to-do lists that don't have much crossed off and names of random <laughs> stuff. So <laughs> see if we can find it. No, but I can't find it. What that. I love is all this has just come from one post-it note. One no, simple, this is it. One simple post-it and note. And it made, it made my week and I had him on air and I've actually given that audio over to Michael Ross who does the uh, shortcast on the listener app under Everything Southwest for Out of Bounds, so our sporting one. So just all the love to, to Kai Coleman, his family, and the village that raised him to be the champion that he's becoming. Wow, fantastic! I love it. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm impressed by the story. Also impressed that it came on a post-it note. I know. <laughs> like and it's I got have... so. Like this post-it note is such a simple tool. I've actually got a post-it note uh, thing where it like folds out and pushes up, and I've got this fa- fancy post-it note holder now. <laughs> Excuse you. I know. Excuse you. <laughs> not to take away from the story behind <laughs> that, but uh, it is a cool post-it note holder. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So it's it's amazing what can come from getting in touch with us at the Triple M inbox, to be honest, because we blew that up. We sent it over to our newsroom. We made sure that it got some extra airtime. Like, we, you know, we love these stories. So, you know, go for gold. Fantastic. I love or it. Or silver. Yeah. Or <laughs> just being in it is, yeah. is, is, is like, that's a huge achievement in itself. Exactly. And then on the, under the other end of the scale, we got a really fun uh, complaint in the Facebook. Oh, a complaint on Facebook? Yeah. Who'd have thought? We never get complaints in radio, do we? Never. <laughs> not not in the crackers. last 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't had any complaints on the podcast. You can be <laughs> loose as on this thing and it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Are we, we allowed to swear? I, think I said shit last oh, week and sh- no oh, one got upset. Sugar. <laughs> I can't even See, do it. you can't yeah. do it in a mic. <laughs> Go on, say the it's F a, word. It's a trained habit. You say can't it. do it. It's one say thing it. that I always get asked. Say, say no, no. I'll say, I'll say, how wonderful is today? <laughs> butthole. Beautiful. Can you say butthole? I'll say, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're out of control here. So the, um, this one came through actually, I, and I'm not going to say the name or anything like that. Cause you know what I'm like, I don't want to make anyone feel crappy, but this guy is definitely not hunting down my podcast <laughs> on the listener app. Let's just say that much. He's a serial offender. Loves to have a whinge with us about all sorts. Uh, But what came through this week was um, a message that said, referring to my Butcher Rules segment with Pete from Pete's Chop Shop, there's more than one butcher in the Southwest. How about promoting other butchers? (laughs) And this one made my little heart a bit sad because when Pete comes in, He's a great client of ours and he helps pay my wage. Yeah, but, he does. But he's also a big supporter of every butcher. Exactly. And yeah. that was my point. He comes in and we always invite the other butchers around the Southwest to get involved. We're like, call us up. We know you're awake. We know you're listening. I met the butcher at Banji the other day and he was he knew about it. And I said, yeah, go on, join me in the show. Call up. Nothing. So what I say to that is one triple three five three. Call me during the week. <laughs> yep, do it or drop us an inbox. Hey, <laughs> if you ever do, if if you don't have the capacity to go old school and leave a uh, post-it note, <laughs> not sure they could break in the building to leave post-it notes. <laughs> I don't first. know it's who probably, wrote it. It's a mystery. No one's even asked me if I got onto it like they normally do. But anyway, you can email us, which I think is the nicest way. Southwest at triple m.com.au and we'll do the triple m inbox next week. Jared, thanks for joining. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. You're so full of shit. <laughs> 
Oh, and classic me, after the sign-off, um, realised that I promised you that I would update you each week on the Sound of the Southwest guesses. So this week, here we go. Parking your bike at the um, airport, the Bustleton Airport. I think it's at the Bustleton Airport Cafe and it's tapping your boarding pass on its side on the table. Uh, look, this is a bit out there, but I think it's uh, in the car park at the Bustleton Airport clicking your car to lock your car. Pushing the soap dispenser in the public toilets at the Bustleton Airport. Cross off the public toilets, the car park, the plane, the cafe and the terminal. Come on, what's left at the airport? I thought it was really obvious. And as soon as we narrowed it down being Bustleton Airport, I think I thought we were done. But on the actual sound front, Zero idea. You got nothing. So you're not getting an extra clue from me on this week's podcast, but maybe next week. A listener production.